0: Hi everyone, a massive welcome to Altcoin Bible Wednesday. Can't wait to crack into this session. We've had some market moves overnight, mainly based in the macro. I'm going to tell you a bit more about that in a second. You see, we're going to touch on Litecoin, Ethereum and Binance Coin today. Not too many changes in the Alt Bible this week. Because this last week has been very, very choppy, there really hasn't been a lot of movement. So just wanted to point that out. Now, this is the chart that everyone needs to be focused on right now. It is the US dollar chart, the DXY. This is the US dollar currency uh, versus a basket of other fiat currencies. And right now it is taking an absolute bath. And overnight, it took a bigger plunge. Now, based on what is happening in Japan, they've rolled back essentially their QE infinity policy. Uh, This will cause a lot of upheaval in bond markets. I'm not going to get into the weeds. We do that with our advanced clients. But suffice to say, this will put the pressure on the US dollar for this next little while. It likely reverses in the midterm. But right now, the focus is on all those central banks outside of the United States, uh, where they're going to have to aggressively tighten now that Japan's doing the same thing as well. So when they tighten the monetary policy, that means that the uh, the currencies out there versus the US dollar are going to gain in value. So we're going to see a short term pump up for things like AUD, you know, Swiss franc, uh, the euro, the yen. Yen had a massive move, obviously, because the Japanese the central bank is doing what they're doing. Just wanted to raise that. Now, why this is important for crypto. When we look at charts, and if you're watching this in the U.S., you will be denominating all your charts in U.S. dollars. So if we're looking at Bitcoin USD uh, or you know, BNB USD, USD, which we're about to look at, and Litecoin USD, if the denominator USD is going down in value, More often than not, that gives the other um, asset, uh, with it's pegged against, so LTC, BC, whatever it is, that gives it room to just float higher very easily. So that's why we're seeing a bit of buoyancy in the crypto markets, and it is moving higher, uh, grinding slowly up. Haven't really seen too much action in the S&P 500. Again, I digress. Let's get into... because it is still my danger zone. It just makes a ton of sense to keep it here as the danger zone based on the narrative, you know, still a bit of FUD around, so fear, uncertainty, and doubt in the market around Binance, its balance sheets and whatnot. So I'm going to keep it here as my danger zone just seems the most likely one because a lot of cryptos look like this. So essentially what I'm just showing you here is this yellow line here. If you just see my cursor, just scroll over that. You can see how important this level is. See price bangs into it there. Bang, bang, bang bang and then it crashed through it and over here it was super important in the uh that's the anchor lunar crash and then FTX over here I believe yeah so FTX over here us losing this level on BNB worries me a lot Uh, and also now that we have this a lot a lot of uh, volume resistance above as you see on these volume profiles just sticking out of the right hand side BNB has to now run up against that and now this old support, this heavy support, is now turned resistance on the underside. So you can see prices now moving up. but It's having a, a reasonably hard time cracking through that again. If it does, I get bullish on BNB again and think that you know everything's looking a little bit better. There's news that they're talking of buying uh, Voyager's assets. So that was a distressed crypto company that went under. All that. So buyers are still trying to make moves, but I'm still a little bit concerned around the FUD. So BNB is on my hit list. It has bounced nicely off the 078 uh, 6 fib, which is a really good sign. And you can see it, it adheres to this a lot. It's just grappling with it over here, bounces above it, blah, blah, blah. So a lot of technical traders look for the 0.786. That is a 78.6. Um, there's 78.6 Yes, retracement from, say, the high, which I've drawn here. So the low to the high, I'll get rid of it. Uh, so that's nice that it's found support, but now it is going to contend with uh, up here. So a very um, visible thing that I would be watching is you know finds resistance and then moves a bit lower. Um, what I've seen over here, though, is BNB has actually retested these RSI lows. So that's a really good sign as well. It's, again, still my danger zone. I think it has the room to just move up and can test with some of these. Uh, you know resistance levels above and then it's going to maybe try and find that floor maybe come back to that 200 level uh, that would be very interesting still think BNB's got uh, a ton of potential in the future as long as Binance holds up all right uh, let's move on to Ethereum this is my one to watch I haven't got any price signals on here but I'll just talk you through why it is uh, so in this environment lower risk is absolutely key so Bitcoin Ethereum are the lowest risk Crypto assets on the market. Uh, I like how Ethereum has just maintained its relative strength throughout this period of the FTX collapse. It's just going sideways. And a lot of this can be attributed to a lot of Ethereum being locked away in centralized platforms like Lido and whatnot. Talk about that what you will about centralization, decentralization. It doesn't matter from looking at this technical chart, it just shows me that there's not a lot of power here for bears to move down. You see, every time even FTX, uh, the next one down, the next one, yes, Ethereum's just grinding slowly higher, which I really like, and you can see it hasn't made a new low. Um, so that is really, really important. The RSI is also making those higher lows each time. I think Ethereum it's in no man's land, really. It's grappling with this huge volume profile area, but if it can bust through this horizontal line here, horizontal support, uh, horizontal resistance rather there, and then move up to this 21 and 200 and actually make some ground on this and climb above. So I'll just illustrate that. Crack through, comes back down, retest, grind, support. and really see a few making a real play for that 1700 level. Uh, But this area is a whole lot of chop and it just needs to get through it. So like Bitcoin, like a lot of cryptos, we're not really seeing too much volatility. So that means sharp moves either way. And we're not seeing much decisiveness. And I just don't think we have that till maybe the new year uh, when liquidity returns, but we will have to see. But Ethereum so far is my one to watch. I think it is a super important crypto for the broader crypto ecosystem. There's ERC20 tokens. So that's tokens that built on Ethereum will have real positive moves if Ethereum starts to break away. And I think 2023 is going to be really, really strong uh, for Ethereum. Another point here I just noticed as well it gets above this uh, 1350 level. So it's big gap in volume and when you see that if price can get on top as we just saw if it can get on top of this level here it has the capacity to really run up to that next real big bar of volume where traders are waiting so this whole area up here where this trading volume was traded that is what that is there and it's going to run pretty quickly up there because there's really no buyers and sellers in the middle here and that's generally how it will work all right Litecoin I'm going to move on to my one to watch it's been the one uh, one to watch cherry Ride. it's been my cherry Ride a few times these last few weeks because of its strong, strong strength during Bitcoin's, I guess, choppiness, the, the weakness and generally broad weakness across the board. Now, there's a, a few theories out there. It could be due to the proof of work um, aspect of Litecoin, uh, also longer term trust. It's been around for a long time, you know, likely not a security. All that uh, could happen because um, the regulators are really going to crack down in 2023 really likely around securities, at least put more pressure on uh, some of these proof of work coins. Uh, others might be Digibyte. you know, theorems and proof of stake now. So that's interesting. But again, I digress. Just want to give you a bit of context there. But Litecoin is making those gains and it looks so, so good to go up to this next uh, range up here at uh, what price is that? Let's move my face about 100. So, yeah, super, super important uh, level up here, but it just couldn't move any higher, especially with what was happening in. Uh, This part here, I think that was FOMC, where the Fed came out and tightened the interest rate policy. So that was really, really important. But what I like about Lycon here, not only is it that strength, but also uh, it's come down and retested a pretty important Fibonacci retracement. So 50% retracement from the high had a really convincing bounce from this very crucial level here. So you can see all these wicks going up here, wick, 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 wick. It has now turned all these wicks into support so you see bang into that fear. also this bounce up so absolutely in the short term this next week and um, so from 62 I can see uh litecoin really moving up to that 67 uh, dollar arrows get rid of the guppy this is also showing you the 200 ema which is around this point as well as the 200 moving average so lots of resistance above it but i think litecoin is showing that strength here to really have a, a nice play up to about 70 at most maybe 73 again it's going to be a lot of chopping here also a bit of a head forming here maybe a left shoulder that could be a bearish pattern eventually Uh, but i like the the higher low structure the higher highs that it's developing that's something you really need to pay attention to that's um uh, the positive trends that develop, especially in bear markets, that's where you generally see uh, a bit more positive, decisive price action. When you see visible trends emerging. I also like that we've seen here, uh, what's that? That is a, bear, uh, sorry, a bullish divergence. So if you see here between this level here, which is that low there, and up here. So price is higher. You can see here price made a low here on the 9th of November at $47. And then over here, we've seen the RSI actually make a lower low but where is price going? It is actually visibly higher. So you can see there, bang, bang. So it's much, much higher. This indicates that even though we're seeing uh, you know a ton of selling momentum, the price is still moving higher. So the the bulls are really gaining strength here, even as sellers are just exhausting themselves. So that to me is a really strong move. And divergences are really, really good to watch, especially on uh, the lower. Uh, The lower side of things when you're looking for a bit of an expansion. So uh, guys, hope you have enjoyed this video. Uh, Also, sorry, I have one more point, bounced off the volume over here. So nice confluence of uh, factors here, fib, uh, horizontal and volume support. But yes, hope you've enjoyed this video. As always, have a blast. Have a wonderful weekend and a wonderful Christmas. We're not going to see you again for another couple of weeks. So have a wonderful day. Ta, bye.